Okay. Good morning, guys. It's Saturday morning radio. We're doing a mobile phone version here. Straight up just like that. So we're going to have a little talk. It's been a while, right, guys, since we've talked. And uh, I actually really miss everyone. Um, what do you What do you think there, Umi? Um, about what? Well, I mean, do you miss? Did you miss Saturday morning radio as well? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Elodie, how about you? Good morning. How you doing? Good. Good. So we do have a few things to talk about, don't we? Because uh, lots has been happening. I'm gonna sit right here on this carpet. Bless you. I'm gonna sit in the carpet. Oh, hi, Kit. We got Kit here today. Hi, Kit Kat. Uh, well, yesterday was a special day, wasn't it? Because it was Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day is always a really nice day, I think, when we share kind of our, with time. And, and uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's gifts and little, to- little tokens of our love with our loved ones. Right? Ellie, do you have uh, any anecdotes to tell about your Valentine's experience yesterday? Yes. Yesterday we went to get sushi and we had ice cream um, and we and um we and we went to the library and then Okay. So I think the most important thing about Valentine's Day is less about what we get and where we go, but more about who we're with. And uh, and then you also had a Valentine's um, Day at school uh, on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. So can you can you tell us a little bit about that? At the end of the day, we had a party, and people gave out their Valentine's gifts, and then uh, my teacher set up a snack table, and we went there to to get that to get them Elodie didn't you have something special that you brought for the class and I remember the thing I liked about it the most is you kind of planned it in advance right uh, and you had something special for the classmates why don't you tell us about that I made a valentine's card for my friends and my classmates too, um, and yeah, that's all. Yeah. Okay. There was more to the story. So we were at Madoko uh, about a month ago, and we were there. We had gone to our, you know, we we traditionally go to uh, sushi on Bloor for sushi, and we were. Uh, it's the best sushi. It's the best sushi ever. Yeah, pretty much best sushi in Toronto. I don't know if I've had better sushi. I love it there. Um, so anyways, afterwards, we go to Madoka and we look around, mostly look around, see what's there. But that day, Elodie had an idea. So she saw these really cute um, cat-themed uh, scratch-and-sniff Valentine's cards, right? And uh, she said, well, Pops, I want to get these for my classmates. I said, okay, well, that's a good idea. I think we were probably a month out, maybe more. I said, you know what? Let's let's wait on that. We're still ways out, but uh, we'll keep that in mind. So the next time we were at Sushi on Bloor, uh, and then we popped over to Madoko, we, uh, Elodie reminded me that we were going to get those Valentine's cards. I think this was like two or three weeks ago. So 
Elodie, in advance of Valentine's Day, probably a, a week out, she filled out all of the cards for all of her classmates and sealed them up in envelopes. And so she was ready to go come our Valentine's party day. So the other day she brought them to school and the classmates really got to enjoy a great Valentine. Now, those were super nice Valentines, weren't they, Elodie? Yeah. And I made Valentine's cards for dad and and my sister Umi and I made one for my mom and then I even made one for our cat, Cat. Oh, yes. That's nice, Eleni. Okay, so Umi, I'm going to ask you, you from a 12-year-old's perspective, I think it's Valentine's Day might be, you might see it from a little different perspective, being 12 and being grade 7, but I don't know. I'm making an assumption. How, what are your thoughts about Valentine's Day, and what were some of your experiences? Um, I don't know because in in my grade we don't really do anything about it, so it's definitely not my favorite holiday. But it's still it's still really fun. Yeah. Cause, cause we cause we get to do fun stuff with my dad. Yeah, so we always do special fun things um, to share our love with one another. Now, what is it, you know, does it mean something specific to you? If you had to describe, okay, how about this? I'm going to give you a challenge. If you had to describe Valentine's Day in one word, can't use love, what would it be? Uh, Okay, good one. What was that again? Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Correct. Very good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Umi, all right. Kids stole your answer. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, kids stole your answer. You have to think of a new one. What do you? Th- what What was it? What do you think it is? Well, I was gonna say what Kit said, <laughs> but she stole it. So, hmm. um, let me think. Okay, you're gonna think about that while Umi thinks. We're gonna put. A song on, this is one of my favorite songs ever, and this goes out to all the lovers out there. This song is called Love Song. It's by The Cure.
Okay, we're back. Um, Umi, do you have uh, do you have a word for us? Uh, after hearing that song, did it bring any ideas to mind? Um. Okay, can you not do that, please? Thank you. Ella, <laughs> <laughs> um. did you have one for us? Yes. Family. Ooh, very good. I like that one. Very good. Very good. Umi, do you have one uh, that you want to share? Hearts. Hearts. Okay. Yeah, hearts. You know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this, how that came about, you know, Valentine's and hearts. Because the heart symbol is a really strong symbol because... It doesn't even look like, it doesn't even look like a real heart. It doesn't look like a real heart. But, you know, the heart symbol, like the heart, the beating heart, I mean, it's sort of like the center of everything. And it's what makes us tick, you know, with, you know, no pun intended, but it also is, um, where we hold kind of our emotions and a lot of energy there. So I think that's a really beautiful symbol, right? Um, and, uh, anyway, so we had a good Valentine's day. Uh, yesterday we kind of hung in, in the house cause it was cold outside and we uh, had pancakes and, uh, we did whipped cream and we did little crafts inside. We worked on a basketball game we're working on. And uh, lots of fun things. Oh, now this one here, I wanted to share. This, I was blown away. I absolutely really love this show. Uh, you guys, I know you've been watching this show. Um, brain Games, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so Brain Games. So we're going to talk about Brain Games for a second. Because Brain Games, in my opinion, is a fantastic show. It's a service for all the young people out there who are curious and learning about science, learning about uh, puzzles and learning about, because, you know, what they were saying yesterday, I think is really interesting how the human brain works. We're always looking to solve puzzles and like figure, you know, sort of explain the world around us. And yesterday's episode was on logic and the logical brain and uh, man, oh man. Well, the first one that I saw that I thought was really awesome. Um I slept through the third one because I was exhausted. Uh, but, okay, so let's talk about, well, I don't care. You could choose any of the subjects from any of the episodes, any of the puzzles. What was the, what were some of the ones that really stuck out to you, Umi, that you really loved, that you thought was a lot of fun or interesting? Yeah, go ahead. The logic one? The logic episode. What was it? Any, any puzzles in specific that really blew you away? All of them did, to be honest. But, but um. So there was like a bunch of trick questions and stuff, but then there was also one that there was two paper bags and one cup filled with water. So the guy put the cup in one bag and he, she showed everyone putting the cup in one bag and he showed everyone that the other bag was empty mm-hmm. and then asked them if he would be able to move that cup to the other bag. Mm-hmm. Just and then they were like, "Nope, no, you can't. Nope." And then he just moved it with his hand. <laughs> okay. And, and then, then what? And then what? So that was kind of almost a distraction in a way, right? And no, it was. It, wasn't. it was just. It was part of the trick. Right. Okay. So he moved it to the other bag. Now this time he moved it with his mind, quote unquote. Then he took out the cup from the other bag. Then there was still water in it, and they were like, whoa, that's so cool. And then the other bag, he crumpled up because there wasn't anything in it, apparently. But then we found out how he did the trick. So how did he do it? So the one bag was had the cup in it, 
the other bag was empty. But then in the cup, there was a bottomless, flimsy styrofoam insert mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. So he took that out and put it in the other bag. And when he crushed that bag, that it was really flimsy. So it got crushed too, the yeah. insert. Yeah. And then, and then the other ones had the cup in it the whole time. So that, that was like the logical reasoning. And then he showed them and they were like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was awesome. I loved it. Actually, it was really cool. And it's actually a trick that you could do at home. So you need two paper bags. You need two styrofoam cups. You need to prep the one styrofoam cup by cutting the bottom out. Of course, you need a little bit of water, right? And then you need a little bit of showmanship, right? Where you can sort of like, you know, present the idea in a way that's convincing. And, uh, and all of a sudden, because the logical brain doesn't make that connection, it's like, well, how could he have moved the cup? And it, it, then it, moved, it must have moved back from one to the other, right? It's impossible. But the way it was set up was obviously uh, was a bit of a trick, right? So that was really cool. Um, Elodie, did you have something that, about the any of those episodes that you thought was pretty cool, that you thought was pretty exciting? Um, in the trick questions, it was cool. One of the trick questions that, that he asked, the people like you were driving a bus and there was 10 people on it and one person came off two people came on four people came off three people came on five came off and one came on how old would the bus driver be <laughs> How do I know how old the bus driver is based on the amount of people on the bus? Uh, the only information guess, I know guess. is the amount of people on the bus. Guess, guess. Um, if 10 people, 10 people, bus. Well, like I said, I mean, the only information I know is the amount of people and that it was a bus. So uh, it would be a complete guess, guess. 30. Okay, so... <clears throat> if I tell you the first part of the trick question, would you answer it? Of course. If you were driving oh, the bus. Yeah. The bus. Uh, so, so, so 25. 25. No. no. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Great. I love that one. So that's great. So now I'm going to talk about one little thing that was really, I found really interesting in, uh, I think it was episode two that we watched. Um, so one of the things that's interesting about, for example, with animals, right? Uh, with dogs, the way they recognize one another is through scent, right? Often they smell each other. Oftentimes they'll smell each other's bums, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> but they smell each other and that's the way they recognize one another. Now, with human beings, we recognize one another through our faces, right? Our face is the way we communicate to one another, you know, who we are, our, our individuality, our personality, right, and so on. Um, all the different types of faces, right? So, so anyway, so they had this segment where they showed us famous people, right? And they, and they blocked out their eyes, 
right? So right away, it was like, boom, okay, yeah, I know who that is. Boom, I know who that is. Boom, we got them right away, right? All three. So then uh, I thought, okay, that was easy. Interesting, because you would think the eyes were like a big part of someone's identity, personality. So then the next slide they show, it's like sort of a more close-up. And then they have a famous person there, and they remove the eyebrows, right? And we're like, okay, I know this girl. Like, I know her. I've seen her before. Like, who is this girl? She looks familiar, but I can't place it, right? So we couldn't place it. We were like, oh, my goodness. And then all of a sudden, they put the eyebrows on, and it's Justin Bieber. (laughs) So we're like, no idea. Like, when they remove the eyebrows, you couldn't recognize the person hardly at all. So that was really interesting. Um, how the eyebrows really played a lot into people's faces and how we were able to recognize uh, people through uh, through facial expression. Uh, so anyway, that was really fun. Uh, it's a super great show all in. And I, I wanted to share with everyone some, uh, you know, music is a big part of Saturday morning radio. So we're going to share some music with you guys. Uh, you likely have heard this artist on the radio, um, but we're going to play a song from his album you haven't heard yet. Um, This is Khalid, and this is a deeper cut uh, from his most recent album, which you should listen to. It's good from top to bottom. Uh, It's a good, clean album, uh, and it's beautiful R&B, a mix of content, mix of genres. Um, So here's Khalid, and we'll be back in a minute. Can't count up the times you my And that's been on my mind a lot Silence on my, 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 my,
Okay, that was Khalid, uh, song three from his album Free Spirit. It's called My Bad. I really like this album. Uh, I do encourage you guys to have a listen. It's a great album, top to bottom. Um, okay, guys, that was really fun. Um, today we are, today's Saturday, of course, as you know, and it's extremely cold here in Toronto. We have our coldest, I think our coldest day. Uh, how much degrees? Oh, I don't know. I think it's minus 15 or something like that. It's our coldest day of the year yet so far, and, and it's been really mild this this winter, and thankfully we've had a nice uh, mild winter. Uh, we're winding down the winter, which I'm very excited about. Um, although, you know, part of being Canadian and uh, is our, our ident- we identify with um, cold winters because that's just who we are. Uh, but uh, I'm happy for the spring because it's ramping up, and Eleni's got something to say. Um, that groundhog didn't see his shadow, so that means that spring is coming soon. That's very exciting. Oh, speaking of groundhogs, I think you had a little story with uh, regards to groundhogs. Didn't you go to one of the places where one of the groundhogs are from, Elodie? Oh, yeah. Umi? Yeah, one, one day. So let me tell it because I think Umi remembers the story. So one day we were with um and the like my mom's friend Jesse. So she she um lives in like around Meaford and Orangeville, and so that we went to the place. I forget what the name was. It started Wyerton? with a, yeah, why Wyerton. Wyerton. Yeah, Wyerton. So the groundhog from Groundhogs Day lives there. His name is Wharton Wally, I think. So we went, and I I don't know if we saw him. We saw his cage where he lives in, but I think we did see him. So that's where that a groundhog lives. Amazing. It's so funny. So Wharton, I I believe Wally or is it yeah. or Willie? Um, is from Wyerton, as you know. And uh, so I don't know if it was Pensatonky Phil or Wyerton Willie. Yes, Eleni. From all that I remember, it's something Phil. Yeah. So isn't the American one Pensatonky Phil? And then yeah. the other one, the Canadian one's Wyerton Willie? Yeah. Okay, so, so the Canadian one, uh, anyways, whatever. One of them saw the shadow. Is that right, Elodie? Or didn't see it? One of them saw the shadow and one of them didn't. The one in that that it go like in Canada it didn't see it. So that means we got spring. That's uh, on, on we're on the heels of spring. Eh? That's exciting for me. I, I'm very excited to hear that. Um, just on that note, you know, we're we're gonna wrap this episode just with a small uh, subject about winter. Here's the thing about living in Canada that makes it special. Okay, and you know people are learning and, and uh, how great Canada is uh, because you got people moving here. I mean, the the prince and his wife moved here. I'm mean, not that that matters. Who cares really? But uh, they moved here, so they they can pretty much live wherever they want. So that that's interesting that they came here. They made a choice to come here. Um, one of the interesting things about living in Canada. Now I've lived in the United States uh, and Canada both, and and um, in the southern United States, you know. There's there's not a real division between the seasons, so you kind of have this. It's you know it's all always the same kind of weather pattern. Um, you know, in places like Florida, or places like California, places like Texas, 
more southern places like that. In Canada, we have seasons, which makes it kind of fun and interesting because, you know, you move from one weather pattern to another and it, and it's sort of it's fun and it's exciting to look forward to the different seasons especially this time of year as we're kind of coming out of winter into spring you know the endorphins really start to flow and you start to get really excited weather gets nicer the sun pops out and then here comes the flowers and it really is uh it really is exciting so but on that note okay i wanted to ask you guys what's your favorite part about winter what is it that makes you excited about winter uh, or makes winter a little more bearable for you guys? Elodie, you got an answer for me? Mine is um, building things with the snow at school with my friends. Right on. I like that one. I remember doing that. I remember doing, uh, we had, before you go with me, I'm just going to tell a small story. Um, in the in the schoolyard during the winter, okay, we used to have a lot more snow in my day, I mean, I don't know if it's changed. It feels like it has. But every snowfall, especially when we had packy snow, like sticky snow, right, which you were able to sort of pack together and stick together, we would start with a snowball. And we start rolling that snowball at recess. Recess was 15 minutes. And we'd roll that snowball for 15 minutes. And by the time recess was over, well, what do you think happened? We'd have a massive ball that was literally above our heads, Right. So you'd have these massive snowballs all throughout the playground. And that was something that we did with our time uh, during the winter at school, which was a lot of fun. Um, Umi, what do you think, bud? For me, it's the hot drinks. Oh, hot drinks. Oh, my goodness. I think hot drinks are one of the my most favorite things in life. Uh, what's your favorite hot drink? Um, Probably hot chocolate. Yeah, hot chocolate. Elodie, favorite hot drink? Hot. Amazing hot chocolate. Yeah, and my favorite hot drink has got to be hot, hot coffee. Fresh, hot coffee. Um, first thing in the morning. Um, it makes, it's a good way to start your day. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your fresh, hot coffee or fresh, hot chocolate this morning on this cold uh, winter Toronto day. Um we're really happy to be on Saturday Morning Radio again. Uh, we took a little hiatus. Uh, we'll be popping back in here and there for you guys with some fun content and keeping it interesting. Um, we're going to end this episode with a song that really has a beautiful winter vibe to it. It's a Canadian band that you likely know and love. This is originally a song by Bruce Coburn. It's the Bare Naked Ladies with Lovers in a Dangerous Time. Stay warm, everyone, and we'll hear you next time on Saturday Morning Radio. Bye for now. Bye! Bye! Woo-woo! Hours go shorter as the days go by We never get to stop and open our eyes One minute you're waiting for the sky to fall And next you're dazzled by the beauty of it all
this time Lovers in a dangerous time These fragile bodies of touch and taste This fragrant skin, this hair like lace Spirits open to a thrust of grace Never a breath you can't afford to waste Lovers in a dangerous time Lovers in a dangerous time Nothing worth having comes without some kind of fight 